Hello out there to the young and the old, the quiet and the bold, everybody out there that's listening. Welcome to the Styles Files. I am your host, Alan Styles, and whether you've been listening, whether this is your first time listening, whether I begged you to listen, thank you for tuning in. Um, as usual, you know, we are in uh, the fall right now, so there's a lot going on. Uh, you know, I say it every time, all this, basically every sport besides uh, MLB is rolling right now. Um, you know, there's a lot going on as far as shows and everybody's now, now that Halloween is over, everybody is pretending that Christmas is next week and all the great things in life are here if you love this time of the year. Uh, I myself am more of a summer guy. So, you know, I mean, I don't mind the holidays. I love Thanksgiving. I love Christmas, but I just like the summer more. So, you know, this time of year is, um, you know, one that I just like to get through. But we got a lot to get through today, Um, you know, starting with Obviously, how I always go with some personal stuff that I'm always, always going through. Talk about the NFL, uh, the Cowboys, man. What just what is going on? NCAA men's basketball and women's basketball uh, is back. And, you know, there's a lot to talk about there. We have some really powerhouse teams that are going to be looking to do some damage come March. So got to keep an eye on that. I'm going to talk about. A uh, couple more shows that I'm heading to or a show that I'm heading to uh, at the end of this month or technically it's the beginning of next month for music, that is. And we're going to talk about why um, I'm trying to spend less time, not necessarily at the gym, but in the locker room. So let's get started. You know, this weekend I had a couple buddies come over and their um, lady friends and we had a nice, nice evening out. Uh, in this, uh, in the city, sorry, not the city, in the town, Oakland, I finally got them to come check out the new apartment. You know, I got that hundred proof of smearing off. You know what I mean? Um, 50%, you know, we're feeling good and it was a great night. You know, there was just a couple things, couple things that happened throughout the night. And I am starting to wonder if it's me. I'm starting to wonder if I should look in the mirror because all these things continue to happen. Um, the first thing that happened was I went to one of my favorite spots in Oakland, Blind Tiger. And, you know, we had been there all we had been there for at least two hours and, you know, we're spending money. It was a group of at least six or seven of us and we're spending money we're having a good time you know the thing that really kind of got to me was we weren't even sitting at a table we were essentially sitting in like the bar area so we're pretty close to the bar we had been there for over two hours and I go to get a round and we weren't necessarily buying full rounds for everyone you know how that goes sometimes a couple people buy drinks for uh half of the group a couple people buy drinks for the other half so it's my turn um you know my girlfriend bought uh, a co-worker and good friend of hers who's also the reason we're in the new apartment and uh, i go up to get us around so it's three so i go up and mind you I, I have a really like full beard right now, right? Um, I don't think I look very young at all, right? Uh, besides, I don't know, not being like six five, but you know, I feel like I look of age. 
Um, so I go up to the bartender and, you know, I'm feeling pretty saucy at this point, uh, you know, after a couple cider shot combos. And I just ask for, you know, another round. She immediately hits me with like the Las Vegas underage treatment. She's like, well, I'm going to need to see three IDs. I'm like, three IDs? This is not a college town. What are you talking about? I'm like, first of all, we've been here for hours. And second of all, just look over the whole table is full of drinks. Are you kidding me? So obviously I'm like, I'm just kind of floored. Um, you know, my friend's got to kind of cool me off. I'm just like, I don't want to like, my friend is literally next to her ordering from another bartender and he did not get asked for however many IDs for all the drinks he was getting. Like I could see if I asked for eight shots, right? But I asked for literally three drinks, three normal drinks. So that had me hot. You know, obviously I say, well, that's coming out of your tip because why wouldn't I say that? She proceeds to yell back at me that it's a shared tip pool. So I'm sure her other bartenders um, really appreciated that. So that was the first interesting thing that happened. We're still having a good time. We're continuing to drink. You know, I didn't leave. Uh, we, We leave a little bit after that and, you know, everybody's hungry. I'm like, okay, well, we can hit up uh, this place called Halal Guys. Halal Guys, I'd only been there once, and it was, um, you know, I did Postmates. I had never actually been in there. So I was really juiced to go in. So I go in, and uh, or we go in, and we're eating, we're having a good time, and basically the line is so long because it's pretty late at this point. It's like 1 or 2 in the morning, and um, the line is basically like in front of where we're eating based on where we're sitting. And this guy who... I can't tell if he was homeless, like if he was a bum or if he was just kind of drunk. But I'm sitting next to, um, you know, my girlfriend's friend. My girlfriend's sitting on the other side of the table. And then the rest of the group is sitting to the right. Um, And the guy starts talking to my girlfriend's friend, you know, and he's like, I guess kind of spitting game or whatever you want to call it. And he's just, but he's just not stopping. He's just not stopping, not stopping. And, you know, it's like pretty clear, like, she's not interested. And, you know, it just got kind of got to the point where it's like, okay, we gave you your time. The line had moved on and he was still in front of us. And uh, I just said, look, man, this has just got to stop. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, we gave you your time. She's not really feeling it. You know, go order your food. He didn't like that too much. He starts, you know, coming at me and mind you like I said I can't I don't know if he was like on drugs or just like really drunk but he is like splattering spittering mumbo jumbo the whole time as soon as I start talking with him and getting a little annoyed all of a sudden this guy starts coming at me like you know because I'm gonna be honest I had on my polo because that's what I wear and I was the only white guy in my group, or sorry, the only black guy in my group. You know, all my friends were, um, you know, white. And all of a sudden, he flips the switch, and he's like, you think these people going to accept you and think that they're one of you? I'm like, hold up. How did you go from talking mumbo jumbo to like dissecting what's wrong with like society and dissecting like my upbringing and my life. Like how the heck does that happen? I was so confused. So at that point, I don't know if my friends or my girlfriend had ever seen me get that hood. Like I had to go deep down to like 
what is like inherently in me. And I'm just like, dude, you're not going to talk to me like that. And you know what? I got some real ride or dies. You're like, don't, don't let anybody ever tell you private school dudes ain't ride or die. I got up in his grill and my boys were right there to break it up because I don't know what would have happened. I wasn't trying to get into a fight at Halal, guys. I was just tired of him disrespecting Basically, everybody from disrespecting, you know, my girlfriend's friend to essentially disrespecting me and just disrespecting, you know, our time. Like, sure, you know, you should expect to have a longer leash if you're out at one or two in the morning. But at the time, it's like, look, man, like every time and this I know it's not just Oakland, but you go out, you try to have a meal. You know, there's homeless people walking in, you know, uh, asking for food, like literally while you're having a meal. And it's just and I like I said, I was I asked him, you know, are you actually here to buy food or what? But it's just like it just it just gets to be much sometimes, man. And that's you know, I I try to say that not being disrespectful at all. But it's just like, man, like I just want to eat my gyro. And it was damn good, too. But the whole thing, you know, had an asterisk on it because homie just wouldn't shut up. And now I got to square up because what else am I going to do? Um, so that was Friday for me. That was Friday. Uh, but let's get into some sports, man. So obviously the Raiders are just absurd at this point. They got smacked by the Niners by QB. I think he went to Southern Miss. Uh, and now, and, and it's just so funny because now people are like, bad defense? Or could this guy, I, I think it's Nick Mullen is his name. Um, or could Nick Mullen be the answer. I'm like, are we really doing this? Really doing this? Like, have you seen the Raiders defense? I've talked about it before. Like, you know, when uh, you get the toilet paper that can like split in two, like once you split it into one of those, that's essentially the Raider defense. Like, come on, dude. Like, why? Like, I understand like sports talking heads need something to talk about. But even even for that, that's a little much. Like, that's a little wild. Um but I'm going to talk about somebody who uh, was traded from the Raiders and his new team, Amari Cooper. Shout out. Got a touchdown. Hey, I got love for Amari Cooper. You know, like I said, he gained a little bit of weight, was looking more like a tight end. But I got love for Amari Cooper. You know what I mean? Um, I want him to do well on the Cowboys, but the Cowboys got some issues, man. The Cowboys have some issues. And... Dak Prescott, nobody really knows what to do. I guess Jerry came out and said, hey, we're going to give him an extension. But I just think people get really high on uh, quarterbacks too soon in their first year. The same thing happens all the time with guys in their rookie year for Major League Baseball. You know, I I liken it to be the same thing. These guys come in hot, right? They might have came in fresh from AAA or they, you know what I mean, or they're fresh off the draft. Uh, if it's for the NFL, either way, this is whoever they are. Defenses haven't seen them before. Right. So I think that these kind of freshman sensations, if you will, not to take anything away from them, but we just got to see what they do the next year. Right. Like Patrick Mahomes, we'll see what he does next year when defenses have a whole year to see, Okay, when he does this, He's going there. When he does that, he's going there. So Dak came in hot his first year when nobody knew what he was going to do. He went pretty, he went kind of low in the first place, which is how the Cowboys got him. So it's not like, and then, you know, so it's not like he was ever this like top, top, top uh, draft choice. So now that the jury is out on what he can do and what he can't do, um, 
you know, we don't know what he's going to be. And, and I just think people react too quickly, like all the young dudes on – we see it all the time, all the young dudes on the Yankees, uh, the two guys, and Duhar uh, – and Taurus, I think it is. We'll see what they do next year. You know what I mean? Um, same thing happened. Puig came in, was hidden like out of this world. After people got the scouting reports on him, he just didn't play as well, right? And that separates these guys that you think are going to, to, to sustain and guys that don't, right? You look at uh, Mike Trout, never dropped off. You know, Buster Posey, never really dropped off. And this is where, so I always put a lot of stock on that sophomore year. So for, you know, people to, people are very split on Dak right now. I don't see any progression. I don't, you know, I don't see any progression. I just think that, you know, and and it doesn't necessarily always have to happen like that, right? Like Derek Carr. He his breakout year when they went 12 and four, he had been in the league, but the Raiders sucked. So, you know, I'm sure somebody from the NFL would never admit this. But are you planning as hard for the Raiders when they were awful as you know, as you are for the Patriots? Probably not. You know what I mean? And then he snuck up on people. Right. Got hurt at the end, unfortunately. Now there's a scouting report on him. That was last year. I know he dealt with some injuries, but he wasn't the same guy. He's still not the same guy. So I don't think there's anything really surprising about this. I just think that, uh, you know, like I said, they're talking about is Nick Mullen, you know, going to be able to do some things like people just react way too quickly. You know, I I just take the first year in a vacuum and love it for what it is and then say, okay, now do it again or do something like it. So, you know, we're going to see what happens with them, you know, and and obviously it's not just Dak. There's. You know, Jason Garrett, the clapping coach that everybody uh, calls him and makes fun of him about. And then there's Jerry Jones and, you know, their kind of bromance that if you're willing to sacrifice, you know, getting a better coach, hey, man, so be it. Uh, So we'll see what happens there. But on a lighter note, the NCAA basketball is back and I couldn't be more excited. I love uh, college basketball. I know why people, why some people don't like it, right? It's a lot of passing and then someone just hucks up a three. I do understand that. But when you do have some of these teams that have guys that are going to be in the NBA and um, can do some can do some things, it's really interesting to watch. I honestly think that it's not it's not really the top or the bottom's fault. I think it's more so of, you know, those kind of middle tier schools right even if you're in like a big five program a lot of those teams are the ones where you'll see like pass 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 shoot because they don't necessarily have like the ballers um but they have they have a bunch of solid players like i i interned at usf university of san francisco uh a little after i had graduated college and i was helping out the ad so i got to go to all the basketball games and i couldn't believe what i was seeing right like It just looked like anybody could essentially play that system if you could shoot decently. And again, USF hasn't been very good, so that's not surprising. But, you know, it just looked like, and and people say it all the time, uh, you know, those college systems kind of hold back some of these guys on their way to the pros. And from what I'm seeing in the 
the Dukes and who smack Kentucky, but the Kentuckys, they're giving them more freedom now. It's like these guys are staying one year. You know what I mean? We're, we have an offense, but it's like a lot of options within the offense. But it's, you know, these schools that are good schools, solid schools, but don't have those super dark blue chip recruits, you know, that have to stick to their system. And it just does get boring to watch. Basically, I'm talking about like the Virginias of the world and teams like that. And I I was born in Virginia, no hate to Virginia, but man, is it boring to watch. Um, But yeah, Duke destroyed Kentucky and Zion Williamson, RJ Barrett. They're, they're dope. They're just super, super dope. And it's crazy because that team is just long, right? Like, they're just big all around. Zion Williamson doesn't even look that tall on the team, and they said he's basically Aaron Judge running around, which is absurd, which is absurd. Like, he could legitimately be a tight end for the Raiders right now and and probably start. And he definitely can make some tackles. He can make more tackles than the Raiders, but I digress. Um, so... Duke is looking great. And then I switch to, you know, Sports Center. I see Gonzaga playing, who's number three. Uh, and they just look small, man. And then I turn to Kansas, who's number one. They look small, too. And I'm just sitting here like, you know, I try so hard not to be prisoner of the moment. But I'm just looking like, who's going to beat Duke, right? I didn't see, I need to see. And granted, I only watched part of the game because it was a blowout. But I do need to see more, like, three-point shooting. I feel once you get later in the year, calls get a little bit bit different, just like any other sport. And you have to be able to do some different things. So I do want to see some more perimeter shooting out of them. But going to the rim, if they can hit free throws, they're going to get fouled all day long because nobody's stopping them. And when they get in transition, it's essentially like watching, you know, the Cavs when – they had LeBron and D-Wade and Chris Bosh. That's what it's looking like right now. People were calling them uh, the Duke Warriors, uh, the Duke, uh, you know, the NCAA Warriors, things like that. And that is just really what it looked like. It's really what it looked like based on one game, right? Kentucky didn't come out to play. Uh, and then it was crazy because I guess there's this thing where Duke will cheer for the opposing team, like if they're just getting smacked. Because I was – I thought when I was listening, I heard go big blue. And I was like, that's pretty bold at this point, right? You're down 30. You know, I mean, I can't hate on it, but it's pretty interesting if you're rocking with big blue right now and you're like really trying to cheer them back with like, I don't know, 10 minutes left. You're down by 30. And then I was on Twitter and I read that it was actually the Duke fans cheering for Kentucky. So I was like, if that's not like, the coldest thing I've ever heard in my life, then I don't know what is. I've never heard of that. but And I don't even like Duke that much, but that's funny, man. That is pretty dang funny. But, yeah, as a whole, we'll see how everything shakes out for NCAA. Obviously, it's early, but Duke is looking like the Monstars, essentially. And as I always say, Warrior fan right here is basically like watching them right now based on one game. And Kentucky who was ranked, sorry, Kentucky was ranked two. What? Where is that scoring coming from? You know, just kind of watching them. I I only saw one, they had, I, it looked like they only had one guard at a time, you know? And then I guess, and you know it's going to be a down year for Kentucky whenever they say they don't have all freshmen. 
As soon as I heard that, I'm like, they're about to get smacked because that's just not who they are. That's not what Coach Cal is, and I want to know how he ends up in those positions with those guys. Like literally, obviously, every player on your team can't can't get drafted every year. But you're starting five. I mean, maybe usually he has one sophomore, but the fact that they said it like that means that it is outside the norm. So we'll see. It could be a gift or a curse. We'll see what happens with them. Okay. Getting into some future activities for me, just wanted to shout out that I am going to Jingle Ball, which will be at Bill Graham, I believe. And it's going to be a crazy show. It's 100 bucks, right? But you get to see Bozzy, Alicia Cara, my boy Marky Basie, Khalid, and Calvin Harris. I think there are a couple others um, as well. So that's a crazy, crazy lineup to me. Doors open at 7 or 7.30. I did my research. Sound, sounds like they get going pretty quick. So if anybody is looking for kind of – and it's very interesting because I've never been to – a multi-show like that, right? I've been to concerts and I've been to festivals, but I figure it's essentially like, you know, it's essentially like a mini, mini, mini festival. So I am very excited for that. I know I had to tell you guys in case you were looking for something to do that weekend before SantaCon. And my buddy brought that up when I told him about Jingle Ball and I was just sitting to myself like, man, it's really almost SantaCon. Like it's almost 2019 which is going to make me 29, which means that right around the corner is 2020, which means I'm going to be 30. Like, there's just times in your life where you just kind of digress and you're like, man, it's coming. I think I had a, a like a blank out yesterday and I thought next year was 2020. And I, you, literally, you know when you go down a roller coaster and, you know, your heart is like in your mouth? That was me. That was me, man. Um, But yeah, so I wanted to get into one more thing before I get out of here. And it's been something that it's been something that's been on my mind for a really, really long time. These guys at the gym, not necessarily the gym, but in the locker room. What are we doing? What are we doing? Can you put some clothes on? Like, why are you naked this whole time. I don't understand it. Like put some clothes on. I want to know how I arrived at the gym, walked in the locker room, you were naked. I changed, went upstairs, played basketball for two hours, came back downstairs, and you're still naked. Are you even attempting to change? Like don't you have somewhere to go? Like, I don't understand it. And then they want to sit there and have conversations while being naked, right? Like, I'm sorry. I'm not going to talk to you about the midterm elections with your plums in my grill. I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm just not going to do that. Put some damn clothes on when you're talking to me. I'm not going to speak with you about how bad the Raiders are with your ding dong hanging in my face. Like, I'm just not there and that's just not what I'm here to do. You need to put some damn clothes on and just leave. Why are you here for four hours? Nobody needs to be here. It smells terrible in there. And then they got signs on the walls like 
please no photography, respect everybody's privacy. Who wants to relive that? I don't want a picture of that. Why? Who would want to take a picture of that? I know there's some sickos out there, but who's doing that? I don't understand it, man. Put some clothes on. You know, like I haven't even seen you ever actually in the gym. I've only seen you in the locker room. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. You know, it is usually the older guys. And I don't know if, you know, maybe it's just a thing like, hey, I'm out here now. I'm not really tripping. You know what I mean? And that's cool. That's fine. I don't mind you, you know, like, you know, in high school when you were changing, rush, rush to put your undies on. You didn't want anybody to see you or, you know, or see your, see your stuff. Like, I get that. I get all that. But, you know, you got to at least put it on. Just put something on, you know? I, I, you know, one thing in the sauna or the steam room, I get, I get all that, you know? But in the locker room, if you've already showered, put some clothes on. Can we put some clothes on, man? But that's all the time I got for y'all today. Until next time, have a great weekend. Be safe, be well, be wise. Peace.